0: Visit ActiveSkinRepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and to get 20% off your order, use code CLUTTERFREE. Again, that's ActiveSkinRepair.com and use code CLUTTERFREE to get 20% off your order. You're listening to The Wannabe Minimalist Show with Deanna Yates, episode number 71. On today's episode, I'm chatting with Tony-Ann Mayembe, a woman who packs more into a day than most people can fit in a week. If you have ever struggled with time management and getting all the things you want to accomplish checked off your list, then stay tuned because Tony-Ann is walking us through how she consistently rocks successful weeks with her five-step process on Sundays. Hey there, my wannabe minimalist friend. Welcome back to the show. As always, I'm your host, Deanna Yates, creator of LittleGreenBow.com and your resident wannabe minimalist. Today is The Goods People. The show is back open for guests, and this first guest does not disappoint. I love connecting with other women and moms on their journey toward living more intentionally every day, and that's exactly what this episode embraces tony Ann Mayembe is a full-time dentist, a reservist in the Navy, and the blogger and podcaster at Real Happy Mom. She is a wife and a boy mom that understands the struggle of juggling work and home. When she's not working, she enjoys watching WWE and stand-up comedy. I told you she's busy, right? I figure if she can figure out how to run a dentistry practice full-time, serve our country, have a side hustle, be a great wife and mom, and still have time for her passions, well, she can certainly teach us all a thing or two. Plus, she's just a super down-to-earth and amazing woman, and I am thrilled to have her on the show. Tony-Ann shares some really interesting insights, and by implementing the tips and advice she so freely shares today, you are going to be able to improve your life right away. You're in for a good episode today. And when you're finished listening, be sure to head over to littlegreenbow.com slash 71 to get the show notes for today's episode with links to the free resource Tony Ann offers you as well. Again, you can find it all at littlegreenbow.com forward slash the number 71. And now let's get to my conversation with Tony Ann Mayembe. All right. Well, I'm so excited today with me. I have Tony Ann from Real Happy Mom. Welcome, Tony Ann.
1: Hey, and thank you for having me.
0: I'm so excited to have you here. And just, it's really nice to be able to talk with other women who are also on a journey of living with intention and with families, because I know sometimes we feel we have to do it all. And so one of my favorite ways to start our conversations is just to kind of have you tell me about what led you to living a life with more intention.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it really started back, I think with my oldest, yeah, with the oldest one in particular, when he was a baby. Um, I think a lot of moms, we go through this um, phase where we are so involved in trying to be like this awesome mom, especially for new moms. We're trying to figure it out and we're doing all the things that we tend to lose ourselves in the process. And that actually happened to me where I completely was engrossed in being a mother that I just totally lost my identity. And I knew it was bad when one of my colleagues asked me what I like to do for fun. And I was like, I don't know. Um, so that is what kind of sparked me to really get more intentional about things and not just, you know, being a shell of myself. Um, definitely, I feel for moms who are dealing with the the guilt especially the working moms who have to leave the house so really for me to deal with that guilt when I have to leave is you know being more intentional at home um, so that the it's not necessarily about um, quantity but the quality of time and so that has really been um, the thing that has really made me get more intentional um, was one losing myself and then two dealing with the guilt and making sure that I don't have it you know, totally ruined my day. So, yep.
0: Absolutely. Well, tell my listeners a little bit more about you. Let's get some more backstory in there because as a working mom, I know that is a, you know, we've got listeners that are all over working from home, stay at home moms working out of the home. So tell us a little bit more about your story.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Tony in here again, um, from real happy mom. I am a, full-time dentist a reservist in the navy i am a wife a mom and i have a love for wwe and i'm just now starting to like get back into like going to the gym and i'm starting to feel good about that (laughs) i used to be the person that was like anti-gyms i thought they were the devil um so (laughs) i'm super excited that now i'm getting pumped about going to the gym and um spending more time um there because i actually feel so much better but um a little bit more about me as far as the the journey part. Um, Like I was saying with my oldest, I, um, I really lost myself. And a lot of times I feel like as moms, we think that we're these unicorns, like these things that we go through is just unique to us. And we're the only ones that have experienced these things. But what I've learned is a lot of the things that I go through all moms go through it. (laughs) It just looks a little bit differently. And so when I came to learn that I wasn't a unicorn and I wasn't that special (laughs) with the problems that I was having, I began to to look out and get other resources. And in particular for working moms, because um, there was a lot of really great resources for the stay at home mom, but I was looking for ones for the working mom, especially the ones that work outside of the home. Um, And so joined a lot of Facebook groups, uh, met a lot of people And then I was like, Hey, you know what? Like, let me take all the stuff that I learned and put it in one central place so that I can spread the love and help other moms. So that's kind of what got me started with real happy mom is because I, um, really wanted to make sure that moms know that they can really be true and authentic to who they are. They don't have to be, you know, Betty down the street. They don't have to do what Susie is doing. Like you can be you and still be an awesome mom. And you know, if you don't like doing things, that's totally okay. I think um, <laughs> a lot of times we like cringe, like when we think about like, oh yeah, I really don't like doing those things with my kids. Like, it's okay. Like, I'm just giving you permission right now. Like, it's okay. If you don't like those things, just be true. And authentic to who you are is like my biggest, Thing in my big message, and yeah, I just really want to help other moms, um, so they don't have to struggle and feel like they were alone, like how I was.
0: Oh, I love that, and I love that you also mentioned one, is okay to be who you are, and two, you don't have to be everything, and you have permission to like the things you like and not like the things that you don't like. Um, one way we do that in my house is my daughter is, um, her love language is touch, she loves touch, it is not my love language. And so in our home, we have one day a week, though, that is tickle day. And so she can tickle me. We have a big old tickle fight and she looks forward to it every week. And it's something that because I know it's concentrated, I know it's on that day. And I know that she loves it so much, I can love it too. Um, so that's one of those things that, yeah, it, you, you just kind of find a way that you can honor your children in the things that they love to do, but not necessarily have to. You don't have to enjoy it yourself and you can find joy even when, you know, because you're living it through them too sometimes. So very cool. Well, so how has becoming a mother then changed how you plan out your days? Because obviously before you're a mom, you have complete Mm -hmm. control over your time and your entire schedule and what you're doing and how old is your oldest? And basically how did that change your your
1: days yeah the oldest he is eight and the little one is five so I have two boys so um they're at that fun age um the eight-year-old acts like he's 16 sometimes and I like one of uh-huh. mm, in the face mine's, sometimes but he's good eight, too. yeah <laughs> you already know the struggle
0: oh yeah she's a girl so it's a little drama oh
1: uh-huh. yeah god it's bless okay. you not
0: too
1: bad yet <laughs> nice nice but yeah as far as playing out the week um things have changed significantly with the kids um because It's not just me, like you mentioned. So um, really making sure that I pay attention to not just my schedule and what I have going on, but really looking at the entire family. So what does the hubby got going on? Because he always has something going on that I don't know about. So checking in with him, like what what meetings do you have planned? Who are you scheduled to meet up with? You know, those kind of things. And then for the kids, like looking and seeing, like, do they have Wacky Wednesday coming up at school or is it some special um, event going on where they need certain certain attire or, or to bring something special to school, like really paying attention to everything has been like the key to me being <laughs> the best mom ever, according to my son. <laughs> um, so scheduling really, uh, <laughs> scheduling really is, um, a lot more efficient when I focus on the things that actually matter in doing those things that actually matter. Um, instead of trying to do all the things, because again, like, it's okay if you don't like to do certain things with your kids, like they can still do it. You just don't have to be there. And the other thing too, that I was going to tell you is that a lot of times like kids, like what they really want is not necessarily what you think that, they need or what it's, it's really funny. Cause like one time I asked my son, I'm like, Hey, like, what do you want to do at mommy? We got like 20 minutes. Like he literally like wanted me to play a game that took two minutes. I was like, really, that's all you want me to do? Like, I thought I had to sit there and like do this big, huge song and dance. Like, no, like it's really that simple. Um, So a lot of times if you check in with them and ask them, you know, um, what is it that you want or what, what, what can we do? That's fun. Um, in whatever time frame that you have. Um, so I always try to incorporate that too. Um, just because, you know, with kids, they're all a little bit different, but in particular, like my two boys, like one is like really clingy to me. And the other one, like I said, he's the teenager and it's just like, womp, womp, like go away. Um, so really just making sure that I'm filling up both of their cups. Um, and I really try to make sure that that is in the schedule too, because I think a lot of times we think like, oh, it's just going to kind of naturally happen throughout the day and the week. And yeah, sometimes, but sometimes like life is crazy. And so if you have some structure, if you have plans in place, it makes things go a lot better. And then you can live that intentional life that you're looking for.
0: That's brilliant. So how do you keep it all organized? Are you a pen and paper kind of gal? Are you a digital gal? Do you have an app that you really like or? Yeah. Yeah. What is that?
1: So I just got my, my next new planner. So this is my still classics planner. Love still planners. Um, this is like my jam right here. Um, I also have, um, this other one, the, the dream planner It's all right, but my still Planner is the one that I love the most because this one, um, is a 12 week planner. So it's not for the entire year. It's just looking at 12 weeks. And I love that because a lot of times we get like, so, um, focused on the big picture, we lose track of things. And a lot of times you can get things done a lot quicker than you think. So, I love this planner because it helps me to um, focus on three goals, just three. I'm not trying to save the world, just three goals. Um, and every day I'm being intentional as far as what three things I'm going to get done that day. And then there's secondary things. So I have my planner. So I always start off with the paper planner, but I am kind of hybrid. So after I'm done, I'm going to show you in this planner really quick. So I plan out my week in with time blocks Sorry. I know this is um, audio only, but um, just so you can see it. So I block out everything. So you see, I have work. I have some real happy mom. That's what that means. Where's my hand? Um, And then I'm recording times. And then you see, I have some chill time, Navy time. Like I block everything out based off of my um, my brain dump that I do to see like what I actually need to get done that week. Um, and then from there, once I've kind of planned out like the blocks, I put it into, um, my Google calendar and with the Google calendar, I don't have my phone, but it sends me alerts. So I'm constantly getting alert. Like, okay, now it's time for you to have that recording. Now it's time for you to, um, make lunch. Now it's time for you to go chill. Like, so I stay on track with what I have planned in the planner, because let's just be real. We always have our phones with us. They're always close by. So that's why I say the hybrid is good because, I can always refer back to it on my phone and then also get those alerts too, to keep me on track. So I actually follow through with what I actually planned out.
0: Yeah, no, I love that approach because yeah, we have kind of a command center type thing so we can all see it, but I can see a planner kind of working in that scenario as well. And then, yeah, it, the reminders on the phone are key. Mm -hmm. I mean, because honestly, if I don't write something down, I have figured out that my brain will just forget it completely. I mean, I did that the other day. I was supposed to order something online by 10 o'clock and literally from the moment I was upstairs talking to my husband about it and I got down to my computer. Yeah, I didn't order it. Oh, well.
1: Happens all the time.
0: (laughs) I'm like, oh my gosh, what in the world? Like, you know, anyway, got distracted with something else. I think it was also school picture day. So I ended up ordering those instead of the thing I was supposed to order. (laughs) Whatever. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) So, yes write things down because again, life gets in a way. So, oh yes. okay. So you were talking about a brain dump. You were talking about then obviously planning out your whole week. What is your, I know that is one of the things you are passionate about is being prepared for the week and how mm-hmm. it can help you basically just change your life and make everything better, which I am 100% on board with. So why is this so important though? Like why, why do you think planning out the week is, is one of the key things? You know how life doesn't stick to a schedule well why should your paycheck that's where EarnIn comes in it's an app that lets you access the money you've earned right when you need it not just on payday imagine this your dog suddenly needs a vet or your kid has a little accident and needs a dentist asap we've been there and waiting for your payday in those situations just doesn't make sense and it adds unnecessary stress with EarnIn, you can pull up to $100 per day or up to $750 each pay period directly from your earnings without the crazy fees or interest rates. It's super simple. Download the EarnIn app, verify your paycheck, and get access to your earnings as you earn them. You decide what to tip, and whatever you use gets settled on your next payday. More than 3.5 million users are finding relief and a sense of security with EarnIn, calling it a lifeline for financial stability. That peace of mind, it's priceless and it could be yours. Ready to give it a try? Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the EarnIn app, type in Clutter under Podcast when you sign up. It'll really help out the show. That's clutter under podcast. EarnIn is a financial technology company not a bank subject to your available earnings daily max pay period max and location see Earnin.com slash tos for details bank products are issued by evolve bank and trust member fdic do you wish you could find an educational podcast that your kids actually want to listen to and you enjoy too well you're in luck Mysteries About True Histories, affectionately known as math, is a weekly show full of time travel, puzzles, hidden equations, history, and lots of laughs. We listened to a few episodes, and not only did our daughter want to listen to more next time we're in the car, I found myself chuckling too. Every episode follows two best friends, Max and Molly, who work together to solve riddles and math equations during their time-traveling adventures. You're transported to moments in ancient history like Pythagoras' Ancient Greece, the era of the Aztecs, Sir Isaac Newton's England, and more. Plus, they do a great job of teaching math theory without it being boring, complicated, or overly childish. And that can't be easy. But it's not really a surprise considering Mysteries About True Histories is from the creators of the hit podcast Who Smarted, Brain Games on Nat Geo and Disney+, and Brainchild on Netflix. Episodes drop every Thursday, and since they are about 15 minutes, they are the perfect length for kids ages 6 and up. Turn your next car ride, break time, or bedtime into math time with so much laughter that your kiddos won't even realize how much they're learning. So tune in to Mysteries About True Histories with your kids on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods.
1: Yeah, yeah. So life is is very unpredictable, as we all know. Life is gonna life. Um, you may have plans in place, but things will kind of throw you off. But I truly believe that having a plan and routines in place will make a huge difference as far as you not feeling overwhelmed, and also to it helps me in particular with decision fatigue. So I am not running out of that decision making power, and then doing one of two things: either making poor choices or not making choices at all. Um, so for me, that Sunday routine is huge. And in that Sunday routine, planning out my week is one of those components. There's five key things that that I like to do um, in that Sunday routine, but in particular, planning out the week is the big one um, because that's when I get to sit down, kind of have a big picture overview of what's going on. Um, like I said, I'm looking at everyone's calendar. I'm looking at my, my brain dump, my to-do list, seeing what I need to get done, and then actually prioritizing things that are going to actually move the needle in, in my life, whether it be with Real Happy Mom, you know, with the Navy, with my relationships, because let's just be real. Like there's a lot of things that we could be doing and will make us feel like we're busy and we're getting things done, but it's really not doing anything. So really just making sure that you're prioritizing the things that are actually going to really make a difference um, is is the key for me. But really quick, just want to tell you about the Sunday routine before we move on, because this one is good. Um, So it's five key things, like I said. So planning out the week is one of them. Planning out or getting your clothes ready for the week is another big one. Even if you work at home, I think it's really helpful to have your clothes ready um, to um, plan out your meals, just simply writing down, you know, Monday through Sunday, what are we eating for dinner? Just so that you know, what's in the um, pantry and in the refrigerator so that you can create something, even if you're tired and you don't even have any energy, like, you know, you can make some rice and chicken because it's in the fridge. Um, and then three, cleaning out your purse, because let's just be real. There's things that get in there that you're like, how did that get there? Even though we're all minimalist and we're trying to do better <laughs> things get collected inside the purse. Or even if you don't carry a purse, a diaper bag, the backpack, whatever you carry on a regular basis. And then lastly, just restarting and rebooting your devices. Because let me tell you, the worst thing that can happen right now is my computer decides it wants to do an update in the middle of us talking, or it starts running slow because there's so many programs running in the background. So rebooting those devices will help save your life from frustration because your devices are acting crazy. So those are the five key things. But like I said, the plan in the week is, is a huge one.
0: I love that fifth one because you never think about it.
1: No. (laughs) I never
0: think about it. That's brilliant. Oh my gosh. I'm going to have to add that into my routine for sure, because you're right. Our devices need to recharge just like we do. Everything always works better once you unplug it and restart it, human beings included. Yes. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's so brilliant. Okay. So there were five things. So are those the, the main five things then that you plan out each week?
1: Yeah. So those are the five things. Yeah. That I make sure are ready and good to go on Sunday so that the week is I'm ready. Um, yeah, I know that, um, a lot of times we talk about like morning and and evening routines, but really, I feel like if you do these kind of core things, it really sets you up. So you don't have to do as much during the week.
0: Brilliant. So how long do you think your Sunday routine takes you?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I've gotten very efficient with it. So 30 minutes tops for me is how long it takes because I know boom, boom, boom. I got my clothes ready. Boom, boom, boom. I got my meals planning out the week. That's the part that I'm not going to lie to you. That takes me the longest just because I really want to be, um, really methodical about how I'm planning things out. And because there's so many moving parts, um, because another thing really quick is that um, when I am doing my brain dumps, I like to do them in compartments. So I do have like all these mini hats that I'm wearing, but the only way I keep these hats from not looking too crazy on my head is um, by making sure that I'm brain dumping in those compartments. So I know what I need to do for the Navy. I know what I need to do for real happy mom. I know what I need to do for work, family, kids, home, all those different um, parts of my life. Um, but yeah that that is definitely key.
0: Yeah, I was going to say you've got a lot going on. I mean, you have a lot of moving parts. I mean, I think my life's busy, but goodness gracious, you've got more more parts moving than I do. <laughs> <laughs> that is for sure. So, gosh, okay. This is fabulous. So, how long did it take you to figure that out? Like when did you what was the moment that you had that was like, "Okay, like Sundays." Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I remember having a conversation with, um, one of the ladies at work, and they were just talking about how much they hated Mondays, and I was like, "Monday's my favorite day of the week." What you talking about? Like, I love it. <laughs> and I'll be honest with you, the number one reason why Monday is my favorite day of the week is because Monday Night Raw comes on for all of my people who are into WWE. You understand. Um, But other than that, like, I'm ready for the week, and that's because like I have taken that time to prepare. And I noticed that the days that I'm most excited about Monday is when I have really taken time to like get ready for the week. So. It really took me like falling on my face like a lot um, and I actually did um, this experiment on myself. I was like, okay. I started like kind of tweaking the Sunday routine and I was like, okay, this week I'm going to do all the things. Cause I actually had like 11 steps at one point and I've condensed it down to the top five. Um, So I had 11 and I was like, okay, this week I'm going to do it. And the next week I'm not going to do it at all. Let me tell you when I did not do it at all. I hated my life. <laughs> it was not fun. So it really just took me experimenting and some trial and error, but also like seeing like how much easier my life was because I finally got to a point. I was like, my life has to be better than this. Like I can't be constantly overwhelmed and chaotic and not knowing what is going on in my life. So, um, that really was kind of the trigger. And then, like I said, experimenting and, and figuring it out as I went along.
0: Oh my gosh. I love that. I love that you tried it on yourself. I love that you said, okay. And we're really, you were really methodical about it. You said, I'm going to do it all this week. I'm going to go 100% all out. And the next week I'm going to do nothing, which I think probably had to be pretty hard.
1: Oh yes, it was. <laughs> it was terrible. Like my clothes were a mess. Like my house was a wreck. It was, it was bad, 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 bad.
0: <laughs> yeah. But like even that Sunday, not even planning, knowing that it sounds like you are a planning kind of person to, to put that block up for yourself, knowing like, okay, this is going to be a pretty week. And but I just got to see what it's like. So, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, that's awesome. I'm proud of you for doing that. And then, yeah, being able to like say, no, this is this is it. Like yeah. now I know what it is. And then that you've refined it over time is also, I think, really important.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause it, you can get caught up in trying to do all the things, but I'm really about being simple. That's why I'm with you on the minimalist. <laughs> We're just trying to cut things down and do things that <laughs> really matter. And again, like I said, are going to move the needle and really make a difference. So yeah. yeah, definitely had to cut it down.
0: Absolutely. And I do think that like those five key things that you talked about, I do think are very important. So again, that's kind of the, let's, let's recap them one more time. Yeah, I think I'm probably missing one of them. So we've got the planning out the clothes, planning mm-hmm. out the meals, cleaning yep. out the purse, yep. unplugging your devices, turning them off, restarting them, and then mm-hmm. writing down your schedule. Do I have yep. all five? I oh each. my gosh, I did yep. it. Look, yes. see, guys, we can do this. But even so, like, I don't generally run out as much. So like the purse may not be as big a deal mm-hmm. for me, but what I think that's cool is it can be adapted. But I do, we do actually do that because when we come home, the thing that we have come in and out of our home is our daughter's backpack, right? So even taking that advice and bringing it down to your children's level so that they can be prepared for the week as well. Because every time we come home, she puts her backpack on the hook. We take the lunch out so I can clean out the lunchbox. You know, we take out the homework folder. She does her homework. We put it all back in. You know, so it's still that same process, but now it's teaching our children and getting them prepared for a better life as well, which I think is super important.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I'm totally about modeling um, behaviors with my kids because one thing I have learned in my short time of being a mom is like kids actually watch what you do and actually will copy what you're doing versus what you're telling them to do. So they see me a lot with the, the planning things out and getting things ready. So even now they're starting to get it, even though my oldest, God help him, he does not clean up, but we're working on it. <laughs> but I think it's really good to set that example for sure.
0: Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Oh gosh. And then right. Yes. The modeling, because yes, there was the other day I- my my daughter takes my tone 100%. So I got to make sure that I try to have good days more than bad days because she said something the other day. And I just looked at my husband and I said, Oh, because she's 100% me. So he doesn't really get it. I go, You ever that moment, just like, and you're just super embarrassed. Like the worst parts of you just come staring back at you, like right in the mirror. And you're like, Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. I'm gonna yes. Go.
1: yes. You're I'll not go alone. Work on that one. <laughs> totally been there.
0: (laughs) So motherhood, but I love it. I would never change it. Oh my gosh. I feel so lucky to, to have her in my life. That is for sure. So now one other thing I know you talked about when it was your 11 things, because I did read up on that, um, is that self-care is really important. And I want to talk about self-care because I do think sometimes we as mothers can blow this out of proportion and we can think it should be this big thing and it's a spa day or it's, I don't have time for it because we think it's bigger than it necessarily has to be. So for you, what are some of your favorite self-care ideas? And then how can we squeeze this in? Because of course we're also busy and you obviously have because you're very busy.
2: Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilled Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired. You are not alone, and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy.
3: No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, there is a lot to unpack.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, this is a good one. I, I really like this. Um, I'm actually pulling something up here for you because I talked about self-care a lot because I really struggle with that. But now I've gotten to the point where it's it's so routine that I don't think about it as much. But I'll tell you this. The first thing is um, I think we need to take more cues from um, um, men and our husbands and partners because they don't talk about self-care as much as we do because they just do it <laughs> and that's one thing I've had to like watch my husband and like see like he doesn't ask me like you know like oh no, like I'm tired. I think I should take a nap. He takes a nap. He's tired. He takes a nap. If he's hungry, he goes and eats. If he, you know, is stressed out, he goes and takes a walk. He doesn't like talk about it. Like, oh, I need to take better care of myself. He just does it. And I think that is hard for us as moms in particular, because we don't have that innately in us. Like we're such nurturers, like it's harder for us, but, um, for the moms that are struggling with self-care, um, let me, um, let me talk to those moms really quick. Cause I've been there, um, is definitely wanting to take things and just, um, looking at it from the real, like basic, basic levels, because I feel like a lot of times, like you said, we think like, Oh, it has to be like something, you know, really big and extravagant. And we have to do, um, you know, the manicures and all those other things. But really what I like to look at is Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And if you're not familiar with that, um, it is a really nice pyramid. And at the bottom um, is physiological needs. Then you have safety needs on top of that is love and belonging then you have esteem then the at the top of the pyramid is self actualization and um if you're like tony and that sounds really cool but what does that all mean so at the bottom when we talk about um those basic physiological needs those are food water warmth rest those kind of things then that next level is like safety and security but i think a lot of times as moms we like totally skip over that bottom part, that like foundational part that we need to um, make sure that we are taken care of, which is the food, water, warmth, and rest. Like we're not eating the proper foods. We're not getting the rest that we need. Um, You know, we're, we're just, taking care of everyone else. So really just making sure that you like do a little check-in with yourself and say like, okay, you know, what do I need today? Or what is one thing that I could do for myself that will make me feel better? um, Will make me feel more energized? Will make me feel more successful? Like asking yourself those questions. I feel like the answers are all within us, but we just have to take time to tap in because what I need to do for self-care is going to look totally different for you. And then for those who are listening, but really tapping in and seeing what do I need right now? So this morning I went to the gym again, I told you, I used to hate the gym, but now I'm actually liking it because all the endorphins are making me feel wonderful. (laughs) So I knew that like, even my husband was like, you just went to the gym yesterday. Yep. And I'm going again. Like, I need to feel good (laughs) because I need to keep my stress in check because really quick, I know this is a little off topic, but I need to bring this up too, is that, um, I was getting really frustrated with myself about going to the gym because, um, I was working out so hard, but I was actually gaining weight and I was getting frustrated because my husband even told me, he was like, yeah, like, don't take this the wrong way. But, um, I know he's even working out more, but you actually look bigger, not smaller. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> hold on, brother. Um, but he was right. Cause when I went on the scale, I actually was like, I think like five or seven pounds heavier. So I talked to my um, fitness coach cause I use the app Noom, which is amazing. By the way, if you're looking for something to help with your health journey, Noom is a- amazing. Um, so I texted my, um, um, fitness coach and I was like, Hey, you know, like I'm so stressed out, you know, I'm not losing weight. I'm gaining weight. This is the mess. Like, I don't know what to do. I'm so frustrated. And he was like, you know, a good job that you're, you're working out and good job that you're eating better. But a lot of times we forget that, you know, our health is more holistic and there's a bigger picture that we need to look at. And we forget that we need to manage our stress. We forget that we need to have good sleep. We forget that, um, It was one other thing that he said, I can't remember right now, but it was three things. And those three things are all the three things I need to do better with. So really self-care is making sure that you're taking care of yourself in a holistic way so that you are showing up and being that amazing person. And um, really moms, if you're listening, please, please, please do it. Do it for me. If you can't do it for yourself right now, go and take that walk, drink that water, whatever you need to do so that you can continue to show up and be an awesome mom.
0: So good. And it's true, right? Like, it is so much easier sometimes to take care of other people than it is to take care of yourself. Um, Sometimes we do need to do that inward reflective look just to make sure that we're keeping on track. And it, it can be hard work. And so I can see why sometimes we push off because we don't really want to look in the mirror sometimes. But absolutely. And the easy things, like you said, take care of those physical needs because it is amazing I am a person that gets really hangry. And so if I don't eat, my husband is like, you need a snack. Like, there will be times we will be out and about like, you know, we're just out on a Saturday. We're supposed to be doing something fun. We like to paddleboard. And so it's amazing that if I don't have a snack on that darn board, oh my gosh, my whole day can go downhill just because I'm like, my blood sugar must be low. It's so funny. But yeah, those kinds of things we got to keep you know, we bring snacks for our babies. we got to bring snacks for ourselves too. And, and yeah, just take check in. And, and then on a more, on a larger picture, obviously those are very, um, distinct moments when I'm angry, but like on a larger picture, yes. Taking that time to breathe, relax, take a walk, take some time for yourself. And it doesn't have to be, like you said, this big thing. It could just be a five minute meditation sometimes just to kind of, kind of see what is really speaking to you
1: <clears throat> yeah yeah and and real quick um you talked about being hangry my husband always sees me all the time talking about do you need a Snickers um because I'm always <laughs> acting crazy on him so I totally am with you I get it you are not alone um but yeah definitely just like how you take care of your kids I always say like think about like how you take care of your your little baby like what do you do to make your baby happy that's the same thing you need to do for yourself to make you happy so yes oh,
0: absolutely So good. Okay, so we've talked a little bit about it. I think we hinted about it. But one question I wanted to ask you is, what would you say to that mama right now that just feels so tired? She's overwhelmed and just everything is kind of just feels like too much. What would you say to her? Where should she start?
1: Yeah, yeah. So first thing I would say, I know this is probably going to sound like, what? first thing I would say, you need to brain dump, <laughs> brain dump everything you need to do. Get it off of your head onto paper. I'm really a pen and paper girl when it comes to this kind of thing. I know, yeah, you can pick up your phone, but let's just be real. Those notifications are going to go off. You're going to end up on Instagram or Facebook and be on a rabbit hole. And like me, be on Cardi B's page. And you're like, how did I get here? <laughs> so let us put the phone down and get a piece of paper and literally just take five minutes, put a timer on, write down everything you need to do, get. It off of your head, um, because I think a lot of times we get overwhelmed because we feel the pressure coming from so many different places. So if we can begin to see everything on the paper, then we can start to um, move things around so that we can make it work for us and remove some of that pressure off of ourselves, so that we won't feel so overwhelmed. But if it's more so like with the parenting and the um, um, and other things like that, that may not have to do with you know your week in general, um, I would definitely say. Um, to to check in like I was saying before because I think a lot of times like moms will say like oh no I need to work on my temper because I'm always going off on my kid and all that like I need help with my temper no boo what you need is some self-care you need to take care of yourself because a lot of the times when we're acting out or not acting within our normal personality it's because it's something that we need that's not being met and we're not taking care of ourselves so two things brain dump get everything out so that you can begin to see that you can tackle things that you don't have to be overwhelmed. Um, and then two, like checking in with yourself and seeing what you really need.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> All things. Yes. So good. So, um, another question I'd like to ask is if you were starting your journey over again today, right? Like this whole journey, because obviously as we go through life, Myself included, I mean so many stumbling blocks and so many things that I would probably do over if I could. What would be the one, the first thing that you would do though, if you were starting again from square one? Yes. The most?
1: Yeah, I would trust myself more because I think a lot of times we think that we should rely on the experts or people who have been through things um or have more experience than us, but I truly believe we have a lot of the answers that we need for life all inside of us. Like we know what to do, whether it be with our children, our relationships, with our business, um, whatever it is, like we have a lot of those answers. So I really would do better about trusting myself um, and not, um, you know, pushing my instincts down and be like, no, let me listen to what mommy told me to do. (laughs) Like, or, oh, my friends told me to do it this way. I would really like hone into that and um, really follow my gut.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I said this to my husband the other day. Um, you know, so many times we feel like other people have it together. Right. And it's just because you can't hear the voices in their head. Like you think that all these other people know what they're doing and no one does like, that's the thing. Like, okay, yes, I can offer you some advice, but it's based on what has happened in my life. And my life might be different than your life. Um, I'm here for support and, you know, encouragement and accountability if people need that. But at the same time, yes, we need to be able to trust ourselves and know that we're all just learning as we go. And I, yeah, yeah.
1: I totally agree with you. (laughs) Those people that you admire, I promise you, I promise you, they probably don't know what they're doing sometimes.
0: <laughs> Everybody's got that inner voice that is saying that they're not good enough. They don't know what they're doing, that they're, you know, that they shouldn't be doing this. I mean, no matter who they are, everybody does. Yeah, So definitely. yeah, absolutely. We're all worth it. And we all can do it. And we're all stronger than we think we are. So definitely, absolutely. That's a great one. Okay. So I have really enjoyed this conversation and I know my listeners have gotten so much valuable information from you. So they're going to want to look you up, Tony. And so where can they find you?
1: Yes, yes. If you go over um, to wherever you're listening to this um, podcast, go to the search bar and type in Real Happy Mom. You can find me there. Um, And then if you want more resources, um, go over to realhappymom.com on social, Real Happy Mom, trying to keep this really simple for you. But for the people that are listening right now, for the moms listening right now, I have something very special for you. If you go over to realhappymom.com slash minimalist, there I'll have um, something special for you as well as an offer that um, will help you out when it comes to that Sunday routine. Um, So definitely go there um, because I have something special for you. So that's realhappymom.com slash minimalist. So,
0: okay. And we'll make sure we link that in the show notes as well. Realhappymom.com slash minimalist. Yes. So that will be there. And Tony, and we'll have something amazing for you. I know. So absolutely. And like she said, if that wasn't clear, she has a podcast too, guys. So check out her podcast, Real Happy Mom all the same, really easy. She makes it really easy for you. So definitely check her out. Okay. And then my three rapid fire questions that I love to end my interviews with are number one, what has been your favorite simple pleasure this week?
1: Simple pleasure. So remember I told you, I hated the gym and I'm kind of a gym rat. So my assistant told me about this exercise is 12, three 30. So you put, or you get on the um, treadmill, you put the incline at 12, You put the um, speed at three miles per hour and you do it for 30 minutes. I promise you, you'll feel amazing, burn a ton of calories and yeah, you'll thank me later.
0: (laughs) All right. 12, 330. Okay. Sounds great. Very cool. Number two, what is the best advice about life that you have ever received? Oh my gosh. This is a big one.
1: (laughs) Yes. um, Keep going. That's the big one. Keep going.
0: Good. And then what is making you happy right now or in this season of your life?
1: What? Oh, WWE is making me so happy. Sunday is extreme rules. And I'm like, so pumped up about it. So, yes.
0: <laughs> oh, it's so cute. I love when people have their passions. Oh my gosh. It is not a world that I understand, but I love that you are passionate about I it. know.
1: <laughs> it's so funny because the, everyone always tell me they're like, you know, you're not the demographic they're trying to reach. I'm like, I get it. I know that. <laughs> I Who know. cares?
0: <laughs> Oh, that's so great. Well, Tony, and this has been fantastic. And I just, I love connecting with other moms. I love being able to just learn from others that are on a journey and you have some really fabulous information. And honestly, yes, that planning out your week really does make such a difference. And I love the brain dump idea. I'm probably going to spend a little time doing one today myself just to make sure that I have, I generally have a running to-do list, which I consider my brain dump, but it's always good to sit down and just kind of work through those wheels again and make sure there's nothing that I'm forgetting. Obviously this week I did forget to order something, so it wasn't on my list. Um, So that absolutely needs to happen. So, well, Tony, and thank you so much. And you guys be sure to check out Real Happy Mom. All right, Thanks we'll see you next time, Tony-Ann. Oh, my goodness. Thank you again to Tony-Ann for the tips and suggestions today. My favorite was her advice about rebooting our devices each week. And I've already implemented her device on this one. Over the weekend, not only did I restart my computer and phone, I actually finally upgraded my computer to a new operating system. I updated my apps on my computer and my phone, and I cleaned up a bunch of junk that was slowing it down. It feels great. And honestly, it kind of feels like I got a new computer. So I'm super excited to add this upkeep to my weekly schedule as well so that my computer will continue running super fast and just make my week so much better. And don't forget that you can get the show notes for today's episode, along with that free guide that Tony-Ann mentioned on my website at littlegreenbow.com slash 71. Again, that's littlegreenbow.com forward slash the number 71. Thanks again to Tony-Ann for being a guest on the One of Eat Minimalist show. I love her perspective and think we can all learn a lot from her advice for planning and prepping on Sundays for a more successful week. That just about wraps it up for today's episode. But before I go, I just want to take a minute to thank you for listening to this podcast. I know that your time is limited and it means the world to me that you choose to spend some of it with me. And if you enjoyed today's episode and have not done so already, go ahead and subscribe to be notified of new episodes wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. I'm excited about the lineup of guests that I'll have on the show over the next few months. And I'd like to encourage you to leave a review so more people can find us and discover the benefits of a minimalist, intentional, and simplified lifestyle for themselves and their families. All right, that takes care of our show for this week. Best of luck as you implement these tips for a better week. Next week, I'll be giving you an update on my kitchen organization and talk about how you can overcome feeling overwhelmed. You don't want to miss it. See you next week. Cheers.